Welcome back to the Evolution of a Snake. I'm Zach. And I am Madeline. And this is Era's Torzology. Maybe the worst name for an episode of all time. Torzology. It sounds like something that they offer at the community college. <laughs> it's something you don't yeah, want to take, yeah. but nope, you have to. You have to. It's, it's like a compulsory uh, class. Mm-hmm, required. Everyone's mm-hmm. falling asleep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not a good place no. to be. But that's not what's happening today. Because today we have juice. We have morsels. Too much, actually. Too much to get into, really. Oh, we've got we've got a fucking full-blown feast for the snakes mm-hmm. today. And I have to be honest with you. I don't think the snakes can finish the mouse. I almost didn't finish the mouse <laughs> when it was happening in real time. I almost went to bed. I was like, I know this is a joke. I'm going to bed. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I thought I was and I being think, trolled. You know, our first, I thought, I, well, you, we, Madeline and I were trying to avoid spoilers so that we could react after the show was done. However, nobody wants to just let us fucking rock. So we kept getting interrupted by spoilers. Madeline found out that Miss Americana was the tour opener and she texted me and was like, someone told me this and it can't be true. She was That's- like, it's a troll. It's not real. So it almost wasn't a spoiler because I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I, so I was just as shocked. Well, not just as shocked as I would have been um, if I had never had any clue. But I was still shocked. I was like, you're kidding. I really had no clue. I didn't because Madeline didn't share that spoiler with me. So I was like, I don't know. So Madeline went in before I did and I asked her to just, you know, send me. We were doing a gag counter. I was like, text me when there's a gag. Text me a turkey emoji. She the the minute she starts, I get ten texts. Gag, 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 turkey, gag, turkey, 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 turkey. I really was gagged, and it was a gag to like see it gag. actually like on the screen. She was serving the cunt of the century. Like this was this was it, a massive cunt serve, like the likes of which I've never seen. It was amazing. We haven't seen it since 2016. No, to be honest. To be honest. <laughs> to be honest. But I think that before we get into it, we have to give a massive shout out to all of the snakes who worked on this collaborative Google Doc to help us react to this. We know it was a bitch and a bore and a pain in the ass. And I think there was some squabbling between the snakes themselves while they were on the dock. So thank you, Anna. Anna was the hero. She was the one that was like messaging us, telling us when it was safe to go in. Anna, we love you. You are a real one. You really are. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, everybody, so much, especially Anna. Uh, especially everybody, actually, because let me tell you something. I really enjoyed, like, it. obviously things didn't go the way that we thought, but, like, um, I really enjoyed going through, like, a clip is all I really needed because the serve was got. With just a 15-second clip, mm-hmm. I was like, I see everything I need to see, to react, mm-hmm. at least. I see it all. I see it all. So thanks, everybody, because that was super fun, actually, to do that. Um, You know what? Next tour, I'm going to opening night. I'm sick of this shit. (laughs) Yeah, no more. I'm going to opening night. night. Goodbye. Goodbye. I never have before because I'm like, whatever. This, I feel like, would have been the tour to go to opening night for. And um, the FOMO was very real as it was going on because I was like, this is the gag of the century. This is in different areas. If I had been there, I'm telling you. It's in different areas. Yeah. There are multiple moments that would have 
really put me in the hospital. Shocked me. Yeah. Shocked me multiple times. I mean, it was so, I mean, well, also before, yeah. So we're going to go through, today we're going to go through the set list and we are going to go piece by piece through the tour. What we can, because Universal Music Group, like the fucking vulture bats that they are, are going through on YouTube and taking everything down. So we've seen as much as we can, but there are some songs that I think both of us haven't seen in full. Hopefully we'll fill each other's gaps because I feel like I've seen more of the parts of the show that you haven't seen and you've definitely seen more of the like Evermore stuff and like stuff that I didn't care to watch all the way through. So you have definitely seen that. And, you know, if you want to keep up with further, I mean, we have so much to talk about with tour and so many surprises to come that you really should, if you're not already on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Riftologist, we're going to be talking about it in our next Taylor talk. We take voicemails from you guys. We answer your questions. It's going to be so good. And the Patreon has been going so well. You're all so funny and smart. We're getting really good conversations going over there. It's super fun. Right, yeah. Madeline? You need to log in. <laughs> you need to log in immediately because um, I go on there and I say stuff that, you know, would shock the general population. But the good thing is that it's only for the Patreon. So I'm a free agent and I say what I want. I say this for as if I'm like snakes. saying like the most shocking things ever. This is our while. truth social Yeah, app. it's just, you know, my opinion on Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> and and various we you know, literally yeah. we are donald trump on truth social app, okay app well, let's we really let's be free <laughs> that it's like the it, you know the patreon is kind of like the q of the taylor swift you know message boards if you will in that we dig for the truth mm-hmm. we dig for the truth mm-hmm. and that's all there is to whether it. or not it's true whether or not it's true these are conspiracy <laughs> theories we are theorists and we're doing what we do there is one thing we don't allow on the Patreon, but we won't get into that. <laughs> Let's go through the set list. So it's going to be so hard to talk about this, but I guess we'll go through each opener. Madeline and I have also prepared songs that we would like to cut and songs that we would like to add in. So we're going through this tour with a creative director's eye. What kind of tweaks and changes would we make? What are opportunities where we could have gone further? I think we should just say off the top because, it, again, the, the tolerance to any sort of, I'm not even going to say negative, not overwhelmingly positive commentary on anything at the moment has gotten so bad. So I'm just going to say off the top that like the Eras Tour is incredible. It is truly a a triumph. It is a tour de force. It is 44 songs. She is doing something most pop no pop star has done before this length this scale it's truly incredible we're just coming at this from an analytical perspective and we're also thinking about ways that we might have changed stuff as longtime fans who have opinions on the eras well i also totally agree like obviously this is like a fucking once in a lifetime show but i mean the thing is that i don't think anybody's completely interested in listening to something where all we do is that's amazing that's amazing that's amazing i i mean there's nothing on here in the tour that i would say is like i would not use the term bad like let's be very clear but you know it's fun to you know, pick stuff apart. That's what, that's what people come to the evolution of a snake for. And that's what we're going to do. I love the tour. I cannot wait to go. Um, just both of us saying that before we get into it, because that's the truth. I can't, I'm gagging to go girly. Trust me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is 
in different areas. And there were, as you will see throughout our video, multiple moments that are complete, total gags, mm -hmm. no notes. And I guess we can start. The tour starts with a fucking no notes moment. Mm -hmm. This opening is, it, it's like the opening of the Olympics. It's a huge fucking deal. When I saw those dancers come out with those massive tails, I don't even know what they are. Are they feathers? Are they petals? When I saw them walking out with that, I was like, oh my God, we are about to get shot at point blank range. I also was gagged by the way that she cut, they, they lay them down, she comes out of them. That gagged me. That really gagged me. Also, gagged uh, it's been me. a long time coming. Being the, the the first fucking thing that she says when she rises up out of the platform. I mean, you can't deny. I mean, at first I was like, why the hell would she open with Miss Americana? But as I thought about it more, I was like, mm -hmm. why wouldn't she? <laughs> at this point, <laughs> at this point. Why wouldn't why she? It's where she? we left off. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, it's where we left off. Yeah, yep. Let's go from there. Yep. From literally mm -hmm. the last pre-pandemic big Taylor Swift moment was the Miss Americana documentary release. It was literally released mm -hmm. like two weeks before we went into lockdown. So I feel like that was actually the perfect place to pick back up on because we are somewhat like back to normal life, all of that. And something that was very clear, I guess, from the beginning of the show was that she definitely did want to give those albums that didn't get a chance to be toured a good shake. She wanted to give them their like full moment and I'm not even mad at that when it comes to the lover section, shockingly, because I think she actually chose the right songs. But this opener is, you're right, Madeline, when she comes up from under the stage like that and the pedals reveal and then she goes up on that block, it is, it's like a, it's like being, it's Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. or, or we're like, you know, the Romans and the Colosseum yep. and she's a gladiator and she's going to fucking kill everyone on the stage. Mm -hmm. um, I have no notes <laughs> i'm just gag that's all there is to it she looked so good mm -hmm. she looked yep. she looked so good that i was like oh my god that's my nazi barbie <laughs> she, <looked> <laughs> she literally was giving the performance of a lifetime uh you know the the um I don't know. What do you call that? A bodysuit? I guess you would call that. Um, I think it's perfect. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's really like, I mean, it, 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 I wouldn't say that it's like a wow, but like she looks really fucking good in it. And it's like almost simple in its own sort of way. Do you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and when she puts the jacket on over it, you know, that's also kind of a serve for, you know, the man. The shoes. The Hello. Shoes. We love a boot. We love a boot. And this tour loves a boot too. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's awesome. So, so we love that for ourselves. Yep. She is booting and shooting. Mm -hmm. And I loved the hair is so good. The hair is excellent. She got a great blowout. Yeah. It Very red era. It looks really fucking good. That was nice. I her hair has not been this long. I don't think it was even that long during red. Like this is the longest it's been no. in like a hot second. And I'm living for it. I love it. It looks amazing. Yeah. She is serving body, obviously, as always. Um, I guess we we have to talk about Cruel Summer because we've never talked about that before. I mean, that is – I've been waiting for this moment. This is everything that I have ever wanted for Cruel Summer. I didn't want no dancers. I wanted her strutting, stomping on the stage, serving fucking cunt, and screaming at the top of her lungs. And that's exactly what I got. It's, and that's all we really wanted. I mean, it's 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 
can't, I don't know what to say. The best part for me is when she goes, he looks up grinning like the devil and the screens kind of show up in a panel really fast. That sends me in with different angles of her saying it, that sends me into a, a state of cardiac arrest. You know, it's really funny because I obviously I was aware that she played Cruel Summer. I reacted to it, but it wasn't until this morning when I was looking for tour videos that I actually watched the bridge. Like I forgot about like the gag of the century. And when I watched it, I was like, oh my God. And it's literally just the it bridge. It is. It's literally just the bridge. But it, it sends me into cardiac arrest. You know when she goes, what does she say? She says, I think she says, let's go. Like right before she does the she, Yeah, she says one, two, three, go. Yeah. That's fucking fucking something like that. Something to munch. And and I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. I love that she does a pause before the bridge. And she's oh, she says this is the first bridge of the night, which is so cute. Love that. Yeah. True. Because we're all here for the bridges. Mm-hmm. Um and that yeah, and what a fucking bridge to start on. Seriously, that's a high. Fever dream high. <laughs> she seemed in the videos from night one, she seemed really nervous during Cruel Summer. Did you kind of get that from her? Yeah, um, it, especially when you compare it to night two. Like, it's really clear that night two, she's a lot more laid back. And, like, I, I kind of – I totally get it because obviously she hasn't been on a stage that big in, you know, five years. And second of all, it's the first night of the tour and there was a lot, a lot of moving pieces. So I'm sure she was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah girding herself up yeah. to be on stage for three fucking hours. Yeah. Unprecedented behavior from her. I noticed also that when she popped up from under the stage, I saw a specific angle of it where she was like, she kind of like, you know how Michelle Williams like had a little like, Doop, when she popped up at the Super Bowl? Yeah. Taylor had that too. She really? was like, oh. and then the lights angle. came on and she, she, she like, plugged mm. in. She was like, <laughs> here I go. Um, but she seemed to be really getting into it in the last, I will say, Cruel Summer, I had always said, is an impossible song to sing live for any artist. It's mostly shouting. And also that chorus has really fast runs that are really, really high. And I will say, when she sings the word summer, it doesn't sound very good. (laughs) She is up there giving it her 100%. And for that, I say kudos to you. It's kind of like the I know places um, end of the second verse of I know yep. places. Like, I always not she was She was never going to do that. And that's fine. I respect it because I, it's not like I'm getting up there doing it. Fuck no, I'm not. I will be exactly. in the audience. And it won't even matter when I'm there because it's like, I, I mean, I'd probably barely be able to hear. Over all and she's shit. singing live. Yeah. Not everybody not can say that. Everybody can say that. I think we, in general, I'm surprised there isn't more track being used on this tour just because she's singing so much for so long. I would think that just in the interest of preserving her voice, she might use a little bit more track. Cruel Summer is a good example of somewhere where she could use it because that is a song that would like tax her voice. Mm -hmm. Like it's a lot, it's high, it's a lot of, it's loud. So I would think that there would be, I mean, there is some, you can hear some of it on the chorus, but she's singing. Yeah. She's singing. I wonder if we're going to see less of that, like further on in the tour as like it, it starts to like, you know, maybe in, when does the tour end? Does anybody know? July, August, August, probably in July, she's going to start being like, man, I got to take a little break, which I, you know, I can't support. <laughs> Surely. Surely. Well, also Taylor always gets sick on tour. Always. Oh, well, in this, yeah, 
That's kind of not in this economy. No, hopefully, not in this economy. Not in this fucking economy. I don't really want to think about that. My my show is towards the end, so no, I really don't want to think about that. <laughs> not thinking about it. So gag of the century, literally gag of the century. Outfit, hair, body, performance, no notes, truly. And the visuals on the screen, so pretty. I love the pink. Like it was a very elevated lover aesthetic to me. Yeah, not as like I, you childish. Know, I think that it could have gone two ways, um, and I definitely think she chose to do the the more sophisticated way with flowers, um, you know, just hues of pink, no, no, like you know, exaggerated hearts, like where it clears, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I would have been fine with that. I mean, I would have you know ate, eaten it up, but I'm happy that this is what we got. Me too. It's more, yeah, like you said, it's more sophisticated. Yeah. So into the next song, the man. I, I'm sure everybody is expecting me to dunk on this, but you know what? It fucking served. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure, whatever. I don't. <laughs> it served. I, I watched the full performance, the way that she introduces it as well. She's like, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. You love me because I'm strong. You love me because I'm blah, blah, blah. What I'm trying to say is I guess you love me because – I'm the man. And then we get straight into it. She's got the girl boss glittery jacket on. She's forcing her dancers to dress like the cast members of Oliver Twist in these drab gray colors while she stands out in her bedazzled, bejeweled jacket. And she, she sticks those Louboutins up and she says, look at these red bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing I saw of it. Like when when I the clip pulled up and I didn't know what it was yet, I saw the, the fucking red bottom Louboutins. I was like, oh here we go. And then obviously the man came in and I was like, okay, I guess, you know, y- you the man know, is good. You, you, live. you gotta, it's fun. you gotta give it, you gotta give it its props. I reckon. And she clearly loves this song. She loves this song because she really thinks she's like making a point still. Mm-hmm. Like she really, it's like you are the most successful pop star in the world, regardless of your gender. Some might even say that you wouldn't be this successful if you were not a woman. It's actually played to your strengths to be. So, I mean, the point that you've been held back because of that specifically, I mean, there are moments where, however, does it ring entirely true to her specifically? No. But I'm sure all the girl bosses in the crowd were getting their fucking lives. I, I, and, you know, that's the thing is that I, I think it's going to be a really fun song to hear live and to just like go the fuck off to. I mean, come on. It's the truth. If she were a man, she would be the man. We know that. We can't lie. I can't wait. To, it, what's it like to brag about getting bitches and models? <laughs> if I was out, you know, flashing my dollars as she is literally mm-hmm. on her billion dollar tour, she'd be a bitch, <laughs> not a baller. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she is a bitch yeah. but she's also a baller yeah the duality of a woman mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. up next we have you need to calm down which flop i always the knew i always knew that she was gonna do it so i was just kind of like whatever i mean obviously she's doing you need to calm down but there's nothing you know remarkable about it she's just doing you need to calm down there she is strutting down the catwalk you need to calm down and that's wonderful I can't wait to be there <laughs> to say shade literally never made anybody less that, gay. We can't deny it. You know what? Shade has never done anything it's for anybody. True. Mm-hmm. Or I actually can't wait to be there when we hear like, I always love when Taylor gets philosophical. So I can't wait to hear her incredibly introspective and philosophical line. Why are you mad when you could be glad? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's a fair question. I can't wait to be there. Answer it. And think it, yeah. you know, like really sit there mm-hmm. and think why I should ask myself that when I get all these hate comments, why am I mad? When I could be, be glad. glad. Double A. (laughs) So you need to calm down to me. I mean, whatever. I'm sure it is kind of fun. I like the guitar that she adds into You Need to Calm Down Live because the the, the recorded track is almost unlistenable to me. But the the live version, she adds in a really kind of like meaty guitar. Mm -hmm. And I I like that. Sounds good. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Um, There's another one that sounds really good with the guitar, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Ooh, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> Up next is Lover, which is the right. what the fifth song, the fourth song, and I, I mean, I love Lover. It's a good, I, as she says in her introduction speech, this is a good old fashioned love song, and so it is. Well, as many of you know, that's a song I walked down the aisle to. Um, in uh, you know, in response to that, I actually don't listen to it a lot anymore because I'm, I, I don't know, Why? I don't know. I, I used to like really Does love it. Does it evoke memories when you hear it? Yeah. I remember you, I mean, you wrote for this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wrote for it. This was in my top. I would not say it's even in my top 10 anymore. Um, I I, I huh. think uh, just like uh, I was walking down the aisle, my earring broke and they didn't turn the song <laughs> off at the right time. So if things went wrong, I mean, I think in a couple of years, I'll think it's funnier than it is. But like still to this day, I'm I'm irritated at how my my aisle walk went because it didn't go perfectly and it pisses me off. I think that's honestly why. <laughs> so that sucks. I oh, mean, that's whatever. Valid. Yeah, it's valid. And I'm still I'm actually I still I have the broken earring right beside me because I was supposed to return them and I never did. This was the earring, everybody. This was the earring that broke as I was ascending to, to go get fucking married. It's a fish skeleton. <laughs> and wow. if anybody knew who I got married to, that would make sense to you. And it broke. Yes, cute. <laughs> so, well, some more. <laughs> well, thank you, Taylor, yeah. for ruining Madeline's wedding. Yes, thank day. you very much for ruining my wedding um, day, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. As for lover live, yep. As I mean, for lover live, fashioned, good fun. <laughs> yep. I, 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 again, this was one. Of course, she's gonna play that song. I love. I, I, I love it. The only thing that, um bothered me about the performance is that um she she put the lover house up on the screen and i was like now why is that there let's talk about that but of why course later there? on later on the show you know it, it gets it gets its just desserts so <laughs> it gets lit on fire yep. and burn the fuck mm-hmm. down um lover was cute yeah i, I mean crowd pleasing moment that's a real fun one to sing along to i think we could have used more taylor acoustic guitar you mean like show. I mean there is a lot of it but yeah in this kind of context I mean actually no there should have been an electric guitar I was kind of sad there was no electric guitar moment um plenty of opportunities for it I think it could have absolutely served to have a electric guitar interlude on look what you made me do but that's a note for later on um so yeah lover good and then we get into my first cut of the evening. So Madeline and I. Oh, hold made on! Wait, we're doing that right now. To the set because I have already had. Cuts. Yeah, we're doing it as we oh, go for through. Fuck's sake! Well, I would have cut the band. What would you cut? I would have cut Please the band. Do your cuts. <laughs> I cut. Would you have replaced it with something? Uh oh no! It wasn't the man. It was the archer. Okay, so never mind. <laughs> we're on the same page, baby. Yeah, well, we're on the same <laughs> we're page. We're on the same page. The archer. It's like for the fucking eras tour when we are trying to do. Like, it's a waste of space to me. And it's not like she did anything mm-hmm. interesting with the staging. Mm-hmm. She's literally just walking around. If you're going to do a transition song, I could think of more interesting ones to pick. But in fact, I would just end the Lover segment with Lover. Like, period. Just end it there and then let's make the Fearless section a little bit longer. 
Uh, I said I said that it should be London Boy, maybe just because I wanted it. Uh, I also think that it would have been. I just thought that Agreed. it I love seemed odd to me to end the lover section on such a low note. Do you know what I mean? It's like, why don't we go out with a bang for yes. lover with London Boy? Because that would have been so much mm-hmm. fun. And I think the staging for that could have been really cute. Uh, it's a sh- to me. I mean, uh, I mean, it's a shocking omission, in my opinion. Maybe a lot of people don't feel that way, but I was really surprised. She loves her London Boy, so let's see it. I'm not getting that. I'm not getting that. Show me. You're not proving that to me right now. Mm -hmm. I don't think you love your London boy. And you need to prove it. What you're giving is Mm -hmm. I only like my London boy. I Mm -hmm. need you to love him and I need to hear Mm -hmm. about. And Also, I just think everybody needs to be reminded. It's important to know that it doesn't have to be Libby V up on Bond Street. People need to be reminded of that. I mean, the people that I have seen who genuinely think it has to be Louis V up on Bond Street is disgusting. And I think we need to address it. And they don't don't go to the pub. We, it's Mm -hmm. time to like clear up some rumors. Well, yeah. Stupid bitch. (laughs) Up next is the fearless segment. And the intro to this was so, I loved it so much. I was so nostalgic having like Amos and um, Paul come out and do an extended guitar solo, like the middle-aged men they are living their superstar rock star dreams with, you know, the girl they met in cowboy boots with fucking ringlets in her hair. The stage with that gold kind of like fireworks coming down. I love it. I love it. And then the little door popping open and then the snare drum the beginning snare drum of fearless and then she just skips out with her fucking sparkly guitar i mean i was close to tears i was close to tears when i saw that to me fearless is definitely the most nostalgic part of the Eras tour i mean even though she does do songs from red I, to me that she really just does like the big pop songs from red and so to me mm-hmm. it's not quite as nostalgic talking about you know instances where she could have had her you know electric guitar if she had done more of like the red and the state of graces from from red i think that we would have gotten that and, and the same if she had, if she had, excuse me, paid speak now even a, a iota of dust, we would have received mine and sparked fly on the electric guitar as well. That's neither here nor there. Um, for Fearless, it is the most nostalgic part of the tour, and is it, to me, it's like if it wasn't for the Fearless segment, I don't think she could call it the Eras tour because that's no, you know definitely what I mean? not. So it's it's definitely one of my favorite and the parts. Fearless segment is three songs, which is really disappointing to me because Fearless Taylor's version is out. She's kicking. She's out there. She's alive. Um, I love the sparkle guitar. Important note that that's not the original sparkle guitar. I saw it and I was like, you are an imposter. Yeah. Well, did you see her Instagram story where it was her, Andrea and Scott like made it? Her mom and dad. But, but it's like interesting it. me because I, I guess it isn't it in the museum. Her original one. Yeah. So that's I mean, why I was, I was, like, well, I was thinking about this. This is so crazy. Break that out of the glass. All those things are like, I guess they're not functioning instruments anymore. They're like set. They're like museum pieces. Like they need to be preserved. Isn't that crazy that is to think about really that? Really fucking. So now she can just never play that guitar again. I'd be like, I'm not giving that to you. Then what about the koi guitar? Is that in? Is that preserved? Go Have you? Yourself. When was the last time you saw it being played? All right. Well, that's interesting. Like. The guitars on this tour were a huge letdown. The twelve string, how about that? I didn't see her. Some eras, I didn't see the Koa guitar. eras, eras, and, and and we don't have any twelve string guitars. There's not a single ukulele Mm-mm. or ganjo to be seen. I find that interesting. Yeah, where's the fucking I ganjo? I find that very interesting. It re- it really it really isn't the eras tour. It's more the lover folklore evermore midnight's tour featuring a couple of songs from other places. Like it's not the eras tour. Sorry. Um, so fearless is amazing. I love the hand heart, love the guitar, love the spin. 
Did you did you did you love oh, the spin? You know, uh, when I saw that, she hasn't done that in a while. That was probably one of the more emotional moments. I put it on my Instagram story. I think about it all the time. I saved it on my phone. I have the video because I just like to watch it. And it be, makes and go, me. Thank you. I, that's I, my girl. You know, that's that was a really special moment. Which again, you know, that's why the fearless segment is is it it is the Eras tour. That's the Eras tour right there. That's it. Now it is. Yeah. That's the whole. Th- that's, <laughs> that's the whole that's thing. The whole then thing. it. Then it ends. Then it ends. But I love the how how the stage becomes the sparkly guitar right. too. Mm-hmm. That was an idea that, was... that I put forth in my video. Interesting. Wow. Mm. But I. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting to me? It's like it is kind of crazy that one invokes the sparkly guitar and doesn't invoke teardrops on my guitar. Like that just doesn't make sense. Um, I read I read something very interesting about why she's not doing any debut or speak now songs. I, I don't know if I necessarily think that it's true. I know what you're gonna say and I think it's wrong. I, I don't know I, I don't think that I think it's true either because I mean I mean obviously if she had to do any songs from Speak Now, she did have to do Enchanted because that's the one that everybody is like going cuckoo bananas for on TikTok. But really I think most mm. of the set list has to do with her being on TikTok. I think that's really like the end. It does. You know, I, I don't see, you know, mine going viral on TikTok, but I do see Enchanted going viral on TikTok. I don't see anything from debut going viral on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I think she built me. the set, which is fine because I, I guess it is in a way sort of a, a, a way to gauge people's interest and in, in what they're interested in. Like, it's fair. But at the same time, it's like, well, maybe if TikTok wasn't the worst place on earth, you know what I mean? It's like, so. Yeah. So, or maybe if. She Taylor has like at this point now met different generations of fans. Right. So it's not everyone coming mm-hmm. from TikTok. Yeah. That's the thing. The TikTok ones are just the audience that she's courting now because they're the younger ones with the dispensable income. That's yeah, that's, that's why true. she's pandering to yeah. them. Um so loved Fearless. Then we go into You Belong With Me and Love Story. Classics, mm-hmm. bangers, always have to be done, emotional, love it. I mean, I don't know what else to say. And we got the full version of You Belong With Me. Which was a treat. I loved the You Belong With Me performance. I loved seeing um, Amos and Paul up there. Um, I loved the the stage doing its fucking thing. I thought it was really cute. And it made me emotional. The clap, clap. That's all we need. You know what I mean? Love it. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be, you know. You Belong With Me is slowly becoming the song to me. It used to be Love Story, and it always will be Love Story, but You Belong With Me, I'm Glad, is finally getting its flowers because Taylor really eschewed it in favor of Love Story for a long time, and I feel like now she views them as equals, which I love, because You Belong With Me went viral on TikTok. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. So my first edition of the evening comes here. Um, The fearless section was just not long enough for me. I would have added in my Mr. Perfectly Fine and Forever and Always mashup that I had idea. Um, I wish there were more mashups because that would have given us more opportunities to have more songs, which sounds crazy because there are so many songs, but there are moments where I'm like, okay, I love We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, but why are we doing the full version of We Are Never? We could cut that in half and do half of I Knew You Were Trouble as well and then have another song somewhere else. So this is where I would have put a mashup of Mr. Perfectly Fine, a nod to Fearless Taylor's version. Also, Mr. Perfectly Fine goes really well with Love Story and You Belong With Me. Like it has like a similar kind of energy to it, that like scream sing-along moment. And I think it's 
weird that there aren't more vault track representations on the Torah. Well, she doesn't she doesn't really do any, does she? There's no vault tracks on this on the set list, which I feel all like all too well ten. That's it. Well, it, to me, it's like all too well ten sort of has its own thing going on. I almost don't even consider it a vault track because I mean, it's just like got like such a cult fucking. I mean, people are obsessed with it, which is fine. People are really upset that it's on the set list. Have you seen that? Yeah. Well, I mean, it does. It what does, did you think? Well, that's what I'm saying. Did you saying. think she wasn't going to do exactly All Too Well 10? Saying. Like, did you seriously think she wasn't going to do it? Yes, it's 10 minutes where she could have done three songs, but <laughs> did you think she wasn't going to do it? I, I will take the 10 minute version yeah, of I All Too Well. I'm not like, mad about I it. I want it. I, I would, you know, I hear not it. everybody has gotten to, you know, seen it played live right in front of their face. So I'm, I'm, mm. I'm okay with it. So after Love Story and You Belong With Me, we head straight into a part of the show that I don't think Madeline and I will entirely agree on, which is the Evermore section of the show. And I'll just get the negativity out of the way. I think that the Evermore song selections were so fucking bizarre and she had way better options and segues and um, manifestations of this. And I understand a lot of people are defending these like very lagging and slow moments by saying that she needs a break. And it's like, yes, she needs a break and she can have a break, but there are songs that are a little bit more engaging to give her a break. It is a stadium show. And I think this interrupts the flow and the vibe. I, of course, gagged when I saw Tis the Damn Season. I love the set. The staging for Evermore is really, really gorgeous. Before we get into the specific songs, Madeline, do you want to give your overall thoughts on this section? I'm sure you have a rebuttal to me. Um, uh, It's one of my favorite parts of the show. I absolutely love the staging. Um, I love the outfits. I love everything about it. Willow is the gag of the century. That being said, um, uh, there are a couple of things that I would change. Um, that being said, but it, it to me, I think it's I think it's really sort of like a special part of the show, and I th- and I feel like if the show was set up differently and it could be staggered, and she wasn't doing them all back to back to back, it would be different. But obviously, the show is set up how it's set up, and that's the way. I mean, she's doing sections, she's doing her moments, her eras, whatever. So it wouldn't feel as like you know what I mean, if it were sectioned out. So, like, I I respect the, it kind of slows things down because it does, especially opening with Tis the Damn Season. That's actually something that I would change. I know. That's the weirdest, the weirdest decision. And I love Tis the Damn Season. Well, I don't understand why that, to me, like, the opening song of every era should be the most representative song of the era. And I think it should have been Gold Rush. And uh, I don't understand Mm -hmm. why it wasn't. I don't, why are we doing Tis the Damn Season? Like, uh, it's a Christmas song to me, first of all, which maybe she doesn't feel that way about it, but I do. Um, I thought that was crazy. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not happy to see it live. I think it's I think it's super cool that it's on this. Like, don't get me wrong. But that's something that I would have changed. In general, though, I love that. I mean, I love the mossy piano. I'm gagging. I love her oh. little yellow outfit. I, lo- I love mean, the Willow performance, honestly, for me, is like top three moments in the show for me as the stand. So... Well, I was going to say, actually, I think the Willow staging is some of the coolest work on the tour. It's super interesting. And I think the challenge with Evermore and Folklore was always going to be, how do we make this feel like a stadium moment when it's such an intimate album? And that is a good example of how to do it right. That and The Last Great American Dynasty, off the top of my head, like are really good manifestations of it. So for me, I would have switched it up by starting with Willow, 
because the intro Ooh, yeah. to Willow is already exciting mm-hmm. and like it's it's different interesting yeah. it's more upbeat it kind of gets you going it's a good transition from like love story and you belong with me it's still in that vein so I would go Willow then I would head into a forested area maybe near the piano and I would go straight into Ivy I would cut Tis the Damn Season, to be honest. I'd go into Ivy because, again, that one has a little bit more of life to it than Marjorie, personally, which I'm also cutting. I understand why she played it. I respect why she played it. But for me, I'm cutting it from the tour because I I just don't think that it fits in this particular vibe of the show. So I would add Ivy in there. Then I would do Champagne Problems. I don't think we can get away from Champagne Problems, so I'm just going to leave her there. Um... Then I would do, I would wrap that up with, I loved the staging for Tolerate It. Like at first I was like, why is she doing this? Of course, it's my favorite song on Evermore. So I was like, ah, when, when I saw the staging of it, I really understood. So I think from Champagne Problems to Tolerate It is good. And then I would cut Marjorie, obviously. And I would finish this section with Right Where You Left Me because you could easily transition that table setting into Tolerate It into a little French cafe where she's stuck at that. Like the visuals of Right Where You Left Me are so ripe for a performance like what she did in this section that I'm like, what were you thinking? That's actually, um, those are some really good adjustments, I think, especially right where you left me. Um, I feel like that was the one that I saw more people gagging over to hear that was you know, when we were thinking that there was going to be no deep cuts on this tour, that was the one, you know, that I was like, well, maybe she would do that one. I think that, I, I mean, I think she's definitely going to do it as a surprise song because, I mean, she has to know that that's the one that people are gagging over. But it would have been so good. So that's kind of like... The state, that's what I'm talking about, to have a production of it. And also it's yeah. like, it's a big number too at the end. Like mm-hmm. she could do a really cool thing with the band. And I think, this is what I mean. I think she picked, in general, she picked weird songs to do from Evermore because it's like there are... Evermore is such a like stylistically varied, complex album that like theoretically, if she wanted to make it a section of bangers, like we could put Long Story Short in there somewhere. And that's a great song from Evermore to include that would fit on the Eras tour. It's just, yeah, the... the choice of songs i don't know but the, but the tolerate it performance we talk about that oh my god yeah amazing that was amazing amazing loved it i i i wouldn't have i mean sometimes the way her mind works absolutely blows my mind because i mean i would never in a million fucking years have put tolerate it on a stadium set list um but it's like it, i mean now I, it's like i could never imagine taking it off i get worried sometimes when i think about like my show being so late in the game it's like i know she's gonna change things because she always does and it's like if she it's like at this point if she changes anything i'm gonna rip her fucking head off because it's not fair don't take tolerate away. Do not take tolerate away from me. Honestly, I, 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 cut I'm not there. living my life without seeing Marjorie live. That's just my opinion. I mean, I I, I get why you would cut well. it, but um, I think it's like such a, I don't know. Like, there's something about doing that kind of song in a stadium setting that's like so fucking bold and insane. It's just like, well, I mean, it's it 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 sort of like reminds me of how we always talk about how Taylor. You know, even though she's in this massive, you know, stadium setting, she can kind of like make it very personal. That's an insanely personal song to do for a stadium. And also, I don't know. I, I just I I can't I can't not have it on there. I, if she takes it off, well, I'll fucking I respect her. it. I think just coupled with what it's in there with. Yeah. No, I I'm get kind it. of like mm, I, I get like like the, the criticisms of the Evermore section. But for me, I don't know. I, I'm just gagging over it. I, it surprised me so much. But again, I wish yeah, it, I wish, uh, it was surprising. Yeah, that's for sure. It was surprising. 
she really should have done gold rush i still i don't get that was always the one that i said that she would have done so i don't get why she didn't because the staging for that would have been fucking amazing imagine going from london boy right into gold rush oh well that's not how it's going but you understand no well you belong with me you belong with me and love story the theme of that entire section is gold right like it's all gold the whole stage is gold so why are we straight into gold rush let's gold rush let's go it seems like nobody wants to get up in gold rush these days Get your fucking ass up and gold rush. (laughs) That seems to be the theme. So then we get into what is probably one of my favorite parts of the show. I know Madeline is definitely up there for you. Um, Reputation. I mean, we always knew Reputation was going to serve cunt. We just didn't know if Taylor was going to commit to serving cunt. And she, oh my God. The cunt. It's crazy. I mean, tolerate it to ready for it is one of the most insane things I think I've ever fucking seen (laughs) in my life. But the intro to the intro to the reputation section is like, I mean, it's very simple. It's just a snake and it's hissing and it's doing its fucking thing. It's almost kind of and clomping. It's scary. Clomp. clomp, It is scary. Clomp. 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 Stomp on me. Yeah. Come step on me. I I literally. I mean, that's kind of like a Madeline. Tolerate it into ready for it. It's like I couldn't have conceived of that in my wildest fucking dreams. And there it is. It exists. Tolerate it into ready for it. Thank you. I cannot wait to gobble that up. Thank you so much. It is, I mean, the whole, it's, the reputation part of the show is obviously going to be appealing to us because it's snake coded, right? Like our whole thing is the aesthetic of reputation is what we like to see, what we like to have. Um, so the ready for it inclusion, I was very surprised by, I didn't realize how much she loved that song and to have it be the opener, of course, is such a sleigh. It really is the moment. And I loved the blocking for this, the dancers, the choreography. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The choreo was mm-hmm. so fucking good for this. She said, mm-hmm. I'm going to dance, so bitch. Good. I'm going to put on my tap shoes. I'm going to tap. <laughs> Clump, clump, clump. Here we go. Clump, 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 clump. <laughs> the look, I love the look. <laughs> oh, how did you feel about Ready For It? I, I, was, I was saying I was very surprised at how much she loved Ready For It. Um, for me, I, I definitely thought that she was going to cut it. I, I, and which, you know, tragedy, tragedy has struck, but you can't complain too much when it was the opener every single night on the last tour. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, it's it had its flowers, but, um, to say that I was happy when it came on, I mean, I gotta tell you something, I'm loving it. And if she cuts that too, I'll fucking make her life hell, but she wouldn't because she it's can. so, she can't, she can't. She can't cut anything from Reputation. People people go nuts over that record. And the performance, the entire thing from start to fucking finish is a banger. And she has to know that. Like, it's perfect. I wouldn't change anything about this entire part of the show. Not a goddamn thing. No, no notes. And I think at this point, she'd also really warmed up. She didn't seem as nervous anymore with Reputation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she switched into cunt-serving mode from depressed, sad girl mode so fast. Um, because they that. are two sides of the same coin, to mm-hmm. be honest. Uh, so ready for it, loved it. The dancing was amazing. She definitely, the choreo in general was very good. It was very well tailored to her abilities, which are few. Um, just elaborate posing, which she's very good at. Then we get into delicate. I mean, of course, expected. Always good to have a one, two, three, let's go, bitch moment. We love that. Then don't blame me. 
And now that was, I mean, I, I kind of knew that she had to because, I mean, again, it went viral on TikTok, et cetera, et cetera. But let me tell you something. Did I imagine in my wildest dreams that the transition to don't blame me to look what you made me do would be that much of a cock slap? No. That, I mean, I can't even tell you. That's the moment from the show that I think is like number one. It's just so fucking good. Thinking about it now, I'm, it's, I, 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 I mean, I would give anything. I know. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's I unbelievable. mean, I think what I, what we love about that is that it's very much Taylor's work doubling back on itself, interacting with each other. And I think there there wasn't enough of that on the tour, I would say, like the songs overlapping, merging into one. That's why I was keen for more mashups because I personally love to see it. It's creative. It's like a different way to experience the songs. But I love that transition. Like it's not even a transition. It's a work of art. It's, it's like a, it's, it's, it's a song in, in and of itself. It should be in the Louvre. It should we be. We need to call. I mean, don't uh, don't blame me itself as a song. Great inclusion. However, hitting that high note every night for the next 50 shows, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Girly, just give it up to God. We, we I won't even judge you. I understand. Give <laughs> exactly. It just play Let the track. Go. Play it back. Yep. Play mm-hmm. the track. Because yes. I'd rather play the track then listen to you going for it when there's nothing to go for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so don't blame me. Amazing. Look what you made me do. Wow. Wow. I thought she was for sure going to get cut. And she put her whole pussy into this performance. I mean, she gave it like that. This was her fucking like, this is her, this is her favorite song ever. That was the, that was the feeling that I got from watching the performance because the creativity, um, the serve the you know the vocalizations the the she finally did um because she's dead herself and didn't have some some lady doing it for her you know she did it herself and she did it like a fucking boss bitch um i this is my favorite performance of the entire tour the cunt that is served i love that she has her fucking dancers in her silly little tour costumes and they're fucking begging for release and she's torturing and them. She's There's like, something like fuck really, you, bitch. yeah, fuck you, bitch. Reputation has taken over the Eras tour, and I love, I love, just love the visualization. It's literally perfect. I can't, I can't, I can't believe that I get it's to see so songs. good every fucking night mm-hmm. for the next four months. The, there it is. <laughs> the instrumental as well. What they have done oh musically, the arrangement to "Look What You Made Me Do." Wow. Wow, it is so because it good. is a kind of a sparse song by nature. The chorus is very mm-hmm. like very sparse, but the way that they that, that that they've really enhanced it and the guitar riff all the way through, yep. whoo, holy shit! And she, like you said, she gave it her everything. She said, "My rent is due, my more actually my mortgage payment on that massive Rhode Island home that I'm never in <laughs> is coming up." Yep, I need a couple mil. I'm gonna get on my knees and I'm gonna call myself dead. And she did. <laughs> I love. I thought it. she would kill this Number song. One. I thought so too. I thought yeah. you know, Reputation has a lot of really good moments, and I think "Look What You Made Me Do" is on the chopping block because you know, I mean, this. I mean, this is better than the Reputation. I mean, to have a song be better on this tour than it was on its own fucking tour is bananas to me. Like, what? Do you, what? It's way better on this tour. It's way, way better. better on this tour. Way better. It's crazy how much better it is. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Up next is my favorite performance of the tour, Enchanted. 
Mm-hmm. And so my my next addition here would be, okay, well, I would add in at the end of Enchanted when she's walking back in that dress, I would do a little quick change, take the skirt off and she's got a Sparks Fly-esque dress underneath yep. and she sings Drop Everything Now and she does a verse, a chorus and a bridge of Sparks Fly to respect the album. I would love it if she would do mine. However, it doesn't seem realistic for some reason. She doesn't want to play that song ever again. Um, fuck you for that. But I think Sparks Fly would have fit perfectly in there and it also would have picked us back up in pace to get into 22 and Red, which comes next. But I mean, the fact that she spoke at length about how she knows everybody thinks she hates Evermore. What about Speak Now? You have been spitting on her name for months, for year, a year I, at this point. She really can't. I mean, I, I'm loving her talking about Evermore, Evermore and how silly it is that everybody thinks she hates it. But it's like, okay, well, you can't say all that stuff. Meanwhile, you're completely cutting two entire albums from the Eras tour. I mean, let's talk about it. Let's put it out there. I want to talk about it. How come? I mean, and the thing is, it wouldn't have even, I mean, I'm saying this as somebody who has never worked on a stage crew in my entire life, but it seems to me like it wouldn't have been that hard to just put Sparks Fly on the set list. I that that was an omission. Like even if we just got Enchanted and Sparks Fly, I could have respected that. You know what I mean? Like I would have been happy with it. Only doing Enchanted is just like I mean, I, I appreciate that she she gave it her whole pussy. I will say that. I mean she put on the she put on the gown. She put on the wig. She put on the eyelashes. She put on the gown. I I and she did the whole purple theme. Like I, she didn't half ass enchanted at all. But like just sparks fly. That's all I asked. Even back to December could have been done. Put a piano at the end of the stage and start doing it in the gown. I'd watch that and I'd love it. I, I'm I'm like going off, but to me the the total I mean, obviously debut being omitted is a crime in and of itself, but like speak now is really the I mean, she should go to federal prison. You know, leaving debut out that that's parole. But but leaving speak yeah. now out is mm-hmm. prison. Yeah. Jail. Maximum yep. security. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't I Yeah, I just don't understand it. I really don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. There are inclusions of songs. Like, again, this, this is where I become very venomous and angry about the Folklore Evermore sections being too long because it's like I, in theory, would like to hear all of those songs, but this is the era's tour. This is not the four songs that were released since the four albums that were released since 2019 albums tour, this is the era's tour and you have built it as a journey through your career and to merely view speak now as a stopover on the way to better things is so like, I don't know. It just feels disrespectful to the legacy of it. And it makes me upset. However, well, also we didn't even get the full version of enchanted. She didn't even do the full version. That was enchanted is a long song. So I understand cutting it, but, when you're not giving anything else from Speak Now, the least you can do is the lingering question kept me up 2 a.m. Who do you love? Mm-hmm. Like that's the least that you can give us at that moment. But I will say when I saw her walking out in that gown, oh, I wanted to cry like a little baby. I wanted I, to cry. And I also, I love the pink dress she did for night two. I think that I, <gasps> I oh. mama loved her pink dress i love it um the gown you know what's really funny uh, i was thinking about this is that i don't think she's worn a gown like that on stage i mean you could argue for red she did that 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 hideous red dress for for um the lucky oh, one that was not a gown I, that's not that's, that was that's not, not a gown, gown to me baby the last time she wore like a true mm-hmm. a true true gown it was on the speak now tour 
Um, so I thought and that, the, you know, we're her back there. putting on the gown was a nice homage. She, this is kind of why I think I don't believe that she has any qualms with Speak Now or she doesn't think it's as good or whatever, because obviously she's riding hard for people to know. She wrote that album entirely by herself. I do think it is important to her. I it, it to me, it's like there's got to be a reason she's not doing it more. I just don't know what it is. Um, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. This is the thing. She doesn't tell yeah. us. She doesn't fucking tell us anything. So how would we know? Um, but overall, Enchanted was my favorite performance of the evening for obvious reasons. I loved all the dancers spinning around her. I loved how she was elevated. Um, she was doing a lot of arm choreography, which is very speak now. And she mm-hmm. sounded great. I love hearing, please don't be in love with someone else. I'm always here to hear that. Mm-hmm. And it served. Unfortunately, it served. speak now is a flyover state. Unfortunately. Uh, but then we get into... No, keep going. You were going to say, if you're defending Speak Now, uh, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to I was just gonna uh, say that I, I don't have anything good to say. Moving on. Perfect. <laughs> right along from Amazing. that. Perfect. <laughs> Moving on to Red. Now, Red. All the Max Martin songs made it. All of them. We start with 22. I love the variations of the shirt. The first one said a lot going on at the moment. And this one said, who's Taylor Swift anyway? Ew. I love that. Yeah. Um, I. It was funny because when, when we were going through, uh, when I was going through the document, the only thing that I had was a picture. I didn't have a clip or anything. So I just opened it and I viewed and I said, well, she's doing 22. I don't need any more information. Like, I really don't. Like, she's doing 22. <laughs> and, I mean, that kind of thing, that something that has, like, that strong of a calling card, I think opening with 22 was actually a really good decision. Um, I Knew Your Trouble would have been a great opener, too. But 22, I, I don't know. It's, like, especially coming off of uh, Enchanted, like, a, you know, kind of a, a more mellow song into, like, nah, 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 nah. I thought that was, I, I thought it was great. And the girlies love it. 22 was the, was the sleeper smash. Um, that's another TikTok song, 22. But that has been going, That that I love that performance. She, of all the eras that she wanted to do a clone, an Ashley version of, she, Red was the one. She like literally did a tit for tat recreation of how she looked. The hair, the hat, the shirt, the shorts, <laughs> the performance. It was, yeah. it was giving, yep. we need to talk about and, Ashley. Yeah. We love it. And, uh, Loved it. No notes. (laughs) No notes. Fun. Then we get into We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. I wrote in full in this economy. I was surprised that it was there at all. Me too. It's definitely something we talked about. It's like, I mean, I guess she's just doing like, I guess if you're going to pull a song from Red, that's a hit. I guess you would pull We Are Never Ever. But it's like, well, now why couldn't we have done Sparks Fly? (laughs) <laughs> again i will keep going back to this you had time for the full version of we are never ever but you didn't have time for a scene uh, the just the bridge just the bridge that's all i ask you did the bridge to a list of affairs do just, the bridge to sparks fly just drop everything now <laughs> i want to hear it drop everything now that's all i want to see from you yeah um we are never i love we are never don't get me wrong but the full i think we are never is one of those songs that you can do a verse courage that fun bridge finish with the chorus again you're done mm-hmm. like we don't need to be doing it longer than that also the choreo to this song is really interesting if you haven't seen a full video you should see a video i haven't honestly for me like the red songs the clips that i've seen it, it it's kind of like she there she is and the stage is red and there's red lights and there she is and it's like 
Okay, there's like nothing to I would have maybe that I've seen. Yeah. I would have loved to have a holy ground moment here, not just saying that as a holy oh, ground yeah. stand. Saying that as we should be having more deep cuts. I'm surprised that we're getting we're certainly getting fucking deep cuts from folklore and evermore, but none from anywhere else. So I would I would have put or even read the song here. Read the song would have been a good a good addition to this because it goes crazy. Well, it would have been really, really simple to go. Um, honestly, this is, might sound insane. I just thought of this right now. You know what would have been really good is an all too well 10 red mashup. She says the word red in that song. So I, I'm just saying it would have been easy. It. Uh, I say this again. I have yeah. never been on a stage, ladies it and gentlemen. <laughs> but it would have been <laughs> so simple. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and you know, just... just I think I completely agree with you is what I'm getting at. I think that read the song. First of all, it's the title track. So you could have just done it and it's beloved mm-hmm. and it's beloved. That's how I feel. So we love it again. We love to see her. We love it. Yeah. I knew you were trouble. No notes. Amazing. I want it played in full exactly the way it is at every single mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's it really. I I, I always love the I knew her trouble um, like smoke slash steam. Stuff that comes up. Mm. And I love that she did it again for this tour, mm-hmm. just like she did for 1989, I believe, right? She knows. She was Nin- doing the steam. Well, the I smoke. did. I was kind of like, I was kind of interested that we didn't do a lot of reworking of any of the old songs. I thought maybe there might be a little bit of like, I don't know, remixing. I loved the 1989 tour version of we- I Knew Your Trouble. Um, but Trouble is perfect how it is. Right. I also... Now that so you mentioned slight. it, was really surprised that there was no reworkings of any of the songs because, I mean, I guess she was kind of going into this in a way that was like, I'm just going to kind of do the songs as they are, as like an homage thing. But it's like, well, I mean, you could have given us a little something different every now and again. I mean, the girls are yeah. ready for it. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, I guess kind of she has on some of the songs, like, look what you made me do. But. I mean, I wouldn't call that a rework so much as a, uh, re- you know, Additions. a revitalization, if you will. A revision. Additions, right. Yeah. All too well 10 had to be done. I love the sequined red blazer dress that she wears. I love that. I, I, when I first saw it, I was like, what the fuck is that? It, it looked like a magician. It's ridiculous, but I love it. Uh, but I love it. <laughs> it. It serves. Yeah, I love the ombre. I, I'm kind of a sucker for things that are ombre. I, I love shit like that. So I definitely fuck with that. Um, as for the controversy surrounding doing All Too Well 10 at all, to you, I say, what were you thinking? And is everything okay yeah. at home? Mm-hmm. And Who are you? you seriously think yep. she's very, very proud of her All Too Well 10. And I think she has every right to be. I think it's an incredible song. I've seen a lot of people out of the woodwork saying all of a sudden it's a bad fucking song. Who said that? Who said that? Who? Did you hear that? that? What was that? James? What? No. Like, James? who said it's a bad song? <laughs> it's And it's like, you can shit on it all you want. It's crazy. But the fact of the matter is, she's going to keep dragging that thing out. So you might as well get on the train and join the rest of us. Because we're having fun. <laughs> I mean. Well, you I've, also begged for it for years. Oh, my God. You were begging. You were and pleading, now you have you, screaming. You have the tits to say, I don't want this anymore. No, 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 no. You're in this thing now. Get on the train. Get on the train. And you want her to cut that to play what is my question. What could possibly substitute the all too well 10 minute version? Nothing, bitch. That's right. Silence cricket. And I know exactly what they're going to say. Well, if you took all too well 10 out, there'd be time for speak now. Who said that? 
Do you think that's the reason she's not yeah. playing Speak Now? Ooh, I get so sick of hearing that. Sad. You took up, it's like, oh, set li- you know, took the set list away. Like, the, the, she's already doing 44 songs. The songs that she has chosen to omit, <laughs> she's omitting them, my friends. You know, I, I, you know, I hate that's to say her. it, but like, that's how, that's how I feel. All Too Well 10 isn't doing anything to anybody except for simply existing. And I think we should talk about it. If it was a short, if it was a short set, you could make that argument. If it was 17 songs right. and one of those songs was all too mm. well, sure. Mm. And even still, I would say, shut up and eat your food. Yeah, shut up and eat it. Really? It, she's She was never not going to play all too well. She can't not play all too well 10. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't understand the, the Yeah, are psychosis. you delusional? Like, are you delusional? Are you okay? Anyway. The answer is yes, obviously. No notes. Then we get no into notes. Uh, no notes, no notes. Red portion of the show, very good. Predictable, but good. Up next, folklore. Uh, we have the biggest cricket of the night, which was the seven spoken word poem interlude. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because I've cricket. only I've only heard of this. I actually haven't seen it because I was like, I don't think I need to see that. I think I understand. I played. I, get what she's doing. I played like five seconds of it and was like, nope. Well, it's like at that point, nope. just do seven. Why are you not just doing seven? Like, why are you? It's a great song. Yeah. Yeah, it's like just or just do play it. the song. Why are you? If you're not going to sing it, just play I, it. I feel like she was really like hamming up folklore. I mean, folklore deserves all its flowers. Don't get me wrong, but it's like this was her being like, "I'm a writer, just so you know. I, maybe mm-hmm. I'm a pop girl, but yeah. by the way, I write, and here's my poem. It's like okay, <laughs> I don't think anybody in the crowd would say that you can't write. So let's just calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taylor also has never written a good poem. And if you had read the Reputation magazines, you would know that. But I think that getting into folklore here is fun. Starting with Invisible String, I love that the house from the Grammys came back. That was another suggestion I made in my setlist prediction, having that house come back. We love to see her sitting on that. I would have actually, hot take, I would have started with Cardigan. I would have put her on, on the house for Cardigan and started there. Sure. Yeah. No, I have no problem with that. I mean, I'm attached to Invisible String as it is. So, I mean, the fact that she played it really kind of gagged me. I was like, you're kidding. That This is when I started to think. I to love. Myself, like, What's occurring here? What I love doing? Invisible String. I love. I love. I know. It. I love. So I love Invisible String. Yeah. I was surprised to see it there. Is it in full? I, I haven't seen the full videos of the folklore I think it. Other than I Last Great believe American that it is. I think that it is because I've seen, I want to say most of it. And I I'm pretty sure it's the whole song. She definitely does the bridge and she definitely does the first verse. So why wouldn't she do? I think she does the second verse too. Watch me be completely fucking wrong. The way, why, why would you miss the out way on the chance string to say bad was the just blood? goes down the stage. I love it. I love it. It's I love it. No notes. Attention to no details. Notes. Folklore, folklore staging had some of the most beautiful visuals. It's all kind of cardigan music video style. Like that's really the vibe yeah. she's going for. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love that. Um, so I would have, I actually, you know what? I maybe would have cut Cardigan. If I was going to cut something here, um, I maybe would have cut that. Yeah, I would have just gone Invisible um, String. And then Betty. That's interesting. Uh, so in my list, I, I did cut Betty. But the thing is, I replaced it with the one. I, I, I mean, that's just, I'm not even mm. saying that I would have expected her to have played that. But if, if you're, you know, asking me if you could replace Betty, which I 
definitely would by the way um i would i would put the one there i, I would gag to hear the one on this tour i have to tell you something let me tell you oof missed opportunity mm-hmm. missed opportunity well she could have started with that actually she could have kicked it all off and with the one gone straight the into cardigan the piano would have rang through that stadium and and you know people would have started giving birth because it's just such Every, an people, intense people, moment. People I mean, would have yeah. dropped everything now. Mm-hmm. They would have. Um, so then we get into Betty. I pers- I'm in favor of Betty being on mm-hmm. the set because it's like a country sing-along. The way that she did it with the band sitting all around her at her feet reminded me of like our song and Mean on the Speak Now tour. So I liked that moment. It's a very um, country sing-along moment. So I enjoyed that. Staging was pretty. Now... The last great American dynasty, that baffled me. That truly gagged me. I know that Taylor is so proud of that song, and that's why it's on the set. But again, here is where you couldn't have added a snare in. You couldn't have like just made it sound a little bit more exciting. The last great American dynasty, like, is kind of a boring song to listen to in a context like that because it's very one note. Like, it's all about the story. And she, of course, had it playing out on stage in front of her, which was cool. But I think she could have done something more interesting. Like, I'm not even saying cut it. I'm just saying, like, do something different with it. Make it a bit more lively. Um, f- f- uh, To me, like, The Last Great American Dynasty, I-, I-, I think that I thought that she might have played it, which is, like, a weird feeling that I had I don't know why I thought that because it's I would agree that it kind of doesn't make any sense but maybe it's just because of the bridge I I just really wanted to sing the bridge in a stadium so I didn't have to get would serve and it will by the way but in terms of the staging mm-hmm. it's all right but there is a moment that I really quite like which is when she says and then it was bought by me and they meet each other on the stair and they look at each other and it's like a very like we see each other sort of a moment like yeah. there's something connected about them i really appreciate that moment and i don't think everybody gets it i mean for example certain certain people you know in certain sections well, of, 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 of the fandom you know oh, i know she, are she taking that to, in a specific you know, way but it's like it's so obvious what it means and it's like when people don't understand the subtle um you know metaphors if you will or you know what i'm i'm not thinking of the right word but i know you know what i mean when people take them out of context Mm -hmm. it's like well why are you ruining such a good moment by something that's just like asinine like that's obviously not what's going on what's going on she's saying that i am rebecca harkness (laughs) it's that easy yeah that's what it's that fucking literally what and i think it's a serve that's what she wants to say yeah Mm -hmm. i love it too also okay the bridge of illicit affairs gagged me gag to yeah. the end of the world mm-hmm. that was the way she screamed that oh, yeah. oh my god and it's the best part of the mm-hmm. song too so that she just did that part of it is perfect well and going back to your point about like making folklore songs stadium songs i think that that is exactly what she did with illicit affairs i think it's so good i think it's exactly what that song needed to really kind of like become a big moment and it's a huge moment i can't wait to see that um i think it's gonna be huge I and then we it. get into my tears ricochet this which... gagged me i was like no way it was a gag i literally said no way it was a gag doing that it's a gag and it's like i, I just I had would... a moment where i was like my tears ricochet and tolerate it on the same set list i would have told right. you a month ago that neither of them had any chance in fucking hell of being on this set list right this is one that like Wrong. when when i was thinking about songs that i would have cut i tried to cut this one but i couldn't do it because i was like mm, i want to hear it way too much so i'm gonna leave it on even though perhaps 
you know, maybe. I had a question mark around it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I. Just because I, of what precedes it. Right. And I think that maybe. I think. If it was just like a chorus and the bridge to the end, that would have been really good. It surprised me. She did the whole goddamn thing, didn't she? Yeah, that's not. I, that's too much. That's too <laughs> she much. She really wanted it to do it. She wanted to have well, a funeral for Big it's Machine It's about the Masters Records. ownership. <laughs> yeah, she which did. is like that's she her. That's her drum to bang right now, and so I respect it. But you know, did we have to do the whole thing? That's my only qualm. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think that was entirely necessary because that's a song that's really sort of a dirge. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a slog. I love it, but it is like it's a commitment. That song it builds. It has a build and like it doesn't work if you if you cut it up, which is probably why she did the whole thing. Um, you know what I've noticed? So many track fives on this set list. Delicate, The Archer, My Tears Ricochet, Tolerate It. Like we're just track five in it up. All too well. Wow. She -hmm. said, you guys like track five? Well, I've got it for you. I have it right here. Uh, Here it is. Yep. (laughs) So after kind of, then we get into Cardigan, which is, I think August also, did I forget to put in there? Wow. Folklore is really long. It's a really long song. She did, she did eight eight songs from Folklore, which is the most she does for any other. But I mean, it's like, technically, I guess you could say seven because she only does the bridge to illicit affairs, but like that's still more than any other. Well, now- why didn't she do Mirrorball? This is what I, re- again, I don't understand. That song would have been very easy to stadiumify. Like that could have been an amazing set piece. We could have had a really cool stage. She could have done a really great instrumental for it. Like doing My Tears Ricochet or The Last Great American Dynasty instead of Mirrorball doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And I mean, it was an outfit moment. It. I mean, all you have to yeah, do oh is God, put on yes. a fucking, I mean, it, it, I, that to me also like, I don't know why when it's such, it could have been so easy to do. Again, I say, I've, <laughs> it would be so easy. <laughs> I know everything about putting on a show, everybody. <laughs> but I mean, I, I feel like you're right. I, I think that it would have been a massive stadium moment and, it, and it's beloved, which is why it was the first surprise song because she knows that. I want to like find the notebooks mm-hmm. where she was planning this and see her decision making process because I need to see the cutting room me, floor. Hmm, interesting, interesting, interesting. Mm. Yeah. Well, the folklore section is long, but finally we're getting back into the bops. Here we are in the 1989 portion of the show, which Madeline hasn't seen very much of. So I have seen minimal. I swear to you, people are not posting them. People are not posting them. People are going tits out for the midnight section. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think I've seen enough. 1989 is hard to find, but I haven't seen. So we start with blank space. Oh, nothing. Well, blank space is there's nothing, nothing really special about it. It's like it's it's the same. It's the same thing it always is. It's so it. she starts with style and she goes mm-hmm. into blank space. Mm-hmm. Style is so good. I wish she did that in full, but like we didn't get that in full. Um, mm-hmm. The choreo, the new choreo for it is really cute. I I um, she's doing a two step. I yeah I I I saw the style choreo. I mean I've only seen a clip of it again, but I thought it was good. Um, the thing that is kind of um, putting me off to the, again, what I've seen of it about the 1989 section is that it just mm-hmm. kind of seems like she's just there and doing it. And it's like, there's nothing special about it. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, there aren't any intricate view. set pieces. There's nothing. Nope. Nothing. Well, for her so, biggest album, it's definitely a stopover. 
But again, she doesn't care about the old albums, clearly. She's not really into that on this tour. She's like, I'm bored. been doing this for too long. Next, next, next. So um, the outfit, we love the Shake It Off uh, inspired two-piece. We love that she's changing colors every night. It was pink night one. It was green night two. We fucking love to see that forever and always. So blank space, the only interesting thing about that is that she has a golf club, a neon golf club that lights up. Oh, you know, I have seen none of this. Where's that? I, I mean, that's fun. That's cute. I want to see that. I haven't seen that. Not it's even cute. a picture. And she's yeah. wearing the shake it off fit. We Do love you know that. something that I will say about that is that I find it perverse to see her doing Wildest Dreams in the shake it off outfit. I don't like it. I there, think she should have changed. There is something Just weird put a about skirt that. over it. Something. Yep. Like, I don't, it's, it's Cover up for religious Cover moments. Cover your body in, when you're in front of a church, please. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get into Wildest Dreams. And Wildest Dreams is, I think she picked the perfect part of the song to do. First verse, because the verses are kind of snooze by themselves. First verse, chorus, and then she extends that bridge. She sucks the lemon dry with that bridge. She gets every juice out of it. She repeats it multiple times. Uh, I love it. I, I, I am feeling shocked that you just said the wildest dreams versus our snooze not for me i mean i can see that over and over and over again i don't give a fuck i mean i would i have liked i feel like she let me say something i'm gonna say this and i don't want this to be taken too seriously okay. but i would like everybody to remember mm -hmm. and reflect she has never played wildest dreams all the way through on a single tour not even on its own tour and it's disrespectful anybody else think so because but she I do. played the whole song she played when? the whole song. She just added lines of Enchanted into it. She didn't take anything out no. of it. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. I don't. I don't accept that. Mashing it up is bastardizing the canon. <laughs> I don't. I'm just saying. Okay, so you uh, want as, as start a standing, to finish? As a standing, I want to start to finish. Okay. I want. I want a gown. I'll take it. Is that too much mm -hmm. to ask for? A real mm -hmm. gown, not just a thing you put over a leotard. A gown. Yes. And it feels like I'm never going to get it. <laughs> and I'm starting to just kind of move on and accept. But I, she's always bastardizing it in some way, shape, or form, which is criminal now. I mean, didn't it go viral on TikTok? Isn't this the TikTok tour? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, Give it is. Something. This is yeah. the TikTok tour. That's what we should start calling it. <laughs> Taylor TikTok Swift, the TikTok tour. tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, I mean, Wildest, did you, but did you... The bridge is so good. I love when she repeats it and extends it. The visuals for Wildest yeah. Dreams. Oh, my God. I, I so definitely good. love the visuals. It's, it's you know, very uh, sexy at the same time. There's something almost kind of like, I don't think she intended it to be, but it, it's kind of sinister also, which I, I obviously yeah, she didn't intend Yeah, there is it. something I foreboding find, I think about it. Could have been like I think if she had done Reputation in 1989 back to back, um, a transition from because there's like candles during Don't Blame Me. You know what I'm talking about? It would have been interesting. Mm. Don't blame me into Wildest Dreams. There's something I see. there, but I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change what we got. Just to be clear. I'm just saying. You know, just I love the image of her in the burning bed. That is yeah. going up mm -hmm. there with the cardigan p with the cardigan piano in the water. Obsessed. Yeah. Love that. Hallmark visual instantly. Lots of great visuals on this tour. Lots of really good visuals. The budget was fucking high. 
Yeah, I mean, some of the some of the some of the songs that got like really incredible visuals. I'm like, now you did all this for that? Okay, I'm not complaining. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know Lavender Haze. It's mm. like, okay, you did the Momo That's the exact on stage. one I was fucking thinking about. That is, I mean, there's a lot of really good visuals. That one stands alone as being like a creative mastermind came up with this. Who would mm-hmm. have thought? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so after Bad Blood, sorry, after. Wildest Dreams, we get into Bad Blood. And Bad Blood serves on every tour stage that it's ever on. Anyone who says they don't like it is fucking lying to themselves. I want live footage of you in the stadium sitting down when Bad Blood is playing. I won't see it. (laughs) You're going to be up there, titties out, bra off, Mm -hmm. ready to go. I Honestly, we should have done the should have said no mashup. She should have just done it. It's great. It's it's better than Bad Blood by itself. Why didn't she just do that? Uh, should have said no, speaking of, is like probably another very big omission. Just because she, mm-hmm. it's obviously a song that is um, of off of debut. Of course, Teardrops of My Guitar is great, and so is Tim McGraw, but like, should have said no was like, to me, aside from our song, like a song that has longevity for the masses, you know what I mean? Not just for us losers, but like for, for the people who are casually, again, on TikTok. That is a song that I feel like could have been on the set list and everybody would have been going wild but of course she cut it for reasons unknown for reasons unknown everybody another another place that i maybe would have actually put should have said no would have been in my mr perfectly fine mashup mr perfectly fine and should have said no would have slapped joe jonas connections and it's not about him but she performed it with him in the fearless part of the show I would have put that there. Mm. <laughs> It'd be simply delicious. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, would have been maybe great. So. Would have been delicious. <laughs> yep. So would after Bad Blood, we get into the secret songs. Oh my God, I'm really croaking right now. The secret song portion of the show is apparently now two secret songs. It's not one secret song in Tim McGraw. It's one on the piano and one on the guitar. And my theory is that the guitar is always going to be a fucking Folk Levermore song and the piano is always going to be a other song that she decides to give a little bit of respect to. And my wish, hope, prayer for these this part of the show is I think we should put a moratorium on Folk Levermore. Yes, I think we should. No Folk Levermore songs are allowed to be played for a surprise song because they are overrepresented in the fucking set already. And rare occasions should they be allowed? Uh, I, (laughs) I mean, I, I I guess I I understand, you know, the energy. I understand where you're coming from. But if there is even a fraction of a chance that Miss Girl will get on that, you know, stage and play hoax, I need to take it. So to you, I say I respect (laughs) you, but respectfully, Mama needs to hear hoax. So I, I so after she uh, plays hoax, can we put this in? Yeah. After after she plays hoax and maybe also peace just for me. Uh, no, nope. maybe you get one. We, we, you get one. <laughs> all right. If I had to choose, my Before one will be hoax, and then after that, she's not allowed to play any more songs from Brooke Livermore. I feel like that's reasonable, and we can all agree. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we, at the very least, we could we could just reserve that piano song for a fucking debut song. I personally would take the secret song in general, shove it up her ass, and instead put. Our song and teardrops on my guitar here. Like we need to have a surprise song somewhere, obviously, but I would put our song on the guitar and I would put teardrops on the piano because we've never heard it on the piano before. And I think that it would be a different energy. And there's something kind of camp about singing teardrops on my guitar while playing the piano. 
Um, and our song is a song is a, it, like those two songs are <laughs> glaring omissions to me that really should have been there. That is so fucking funny what you just said. <laughs> I think it's I think it's camp what? to play teardrops on my guitar on the piano. It's like I hadn't even been thinking about that, but as soon as you said it, I was like, hold on. <laughs> it, it would camp. be you, we cannot deny it. It would be total camp. Teardrop it would be even more camp if she said teardrops on my piano. Teardrops on my piano. My phone just fully yeah. like fell, by the way. That's I was like looking at it, I was like, hello? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> James? James. <laughs> this is truly such a production. I'm using my phone, so it's like all different. Okay, sorry. Back to teardrops on my piano. Do you love my idea? <laughs> I I think that that's a good idea, but I mean, I I for me like this I think it's a total gag that we get two surprise songs. I mean, does anybody else feel that way? I think it's real. I think it's a gag. I'm I'm loving it. I mean, I I think that you might be right, and that one is always going to be a folk Levermore song, and one is going to be, you know, out, out of the, you know, to to be, you know, candid out of out of you know her ass. But um, mm-hmm. I I I mean, there's not enough folk Levermore. Or are there? Are there enough folk Levermore songs that she could? Because she said oh. she's never going to play it again. So well, she she'll do it you know until she I mean? runs out of them. That's for sure. I definitely think you're right. I think she's going to do, I mean, watch her do every single one except for hoax. That would be so typical. That would just be my life. It like, would. Of course, you're going to do every yeah. single Literally, song my life. except for hoax. Yeah. Um, so she's yes. a bitch. B-I-C-T-H, bitch. But I think like, um, is there, there are certain songs that I know she's going to fucking play, even though I have no, you know, proof. I think she's definitely going to do Holy Ground. I think she's definitely going to do that as yeah. a surprise She song. will do 100%. our song and she will do Teardrops. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Um, what's another one that I really think that she would do? I think now we will have to see if this is going to be Hey, true. Steven, more likely than you think. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Other Side of the Door. Anybody? I think that could be on there, too. But uh, thinking about, if like, this was a movie, songs. Uh, yeah, allegedly on Fearless, by the way. So she might play it because it's not technically Fucking on bitch. Speak Now anymore. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> I think she'll do Safe and Sound. She could do Eyes Open, you know? For sure. Obviously, she she cares mm-hmm. about them. She likes them. So she could do that. I can see her doing Better Man and Babe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and uh, let me tell you something. Mama needs the very first night. I'm sorry. I don't care what you want. I don't care yes. what anybody wants. We need I the agree. very first I night. I agree. I we agree. need it. We're desperate for it. We, we, we're I want gaggy. Message in a Bottle, too. <laughs> I I would But I want I, I don't want that on the guitar. To hear we message on a bottle in a fucking on the fucking piano. Just this fucking beautiful ballad. Awful. A message in a bottle is it would all just I can be, do. <laughs> it would just be proving what an awful song it actually is. It's masked by the production, but like yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible song. <laughs> um then we get into the final stretch of the show and I was so gagged. Madeline, one of the spoilers that I got was Madeline texted me saying, Zach, we're 24 songs in and there is nothing from midnights and at the time that was just inconceivable <laughs> to me i was like that's impossible it, it, i was because this is before i had any concept of how long the set list would be i was starting to think she wasn't gonna do any i was like maybe she's gonna do one. yeah she's just gonna do anti-hero i was gagged i was like to me this is not clicking like something's not adding up but then of course you know she went on for 44 songs uh, i mean she really <laughs> shocked she really, me. That she was that was that. a shock. 
She yeah. did that. She Her voice me. started to sound really tired at this point in the show. Like noticeably the vocals were struggling. And this is where I say lip sync it all. Give us a track. Just go, girl. We don't need to hear you sing. Just keep going. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's completely fair for her to, you know, put the track on and just kind of, you know, mumble along. That's fine. We don't really mm-hmm. need to hear you enunciate everything on Antihero. You know, nope. I don't care. Nope. Do whatever you got to do. I, I just want to see you serve. I really could care less. Twirl around. Yeah. That's Flip your all hair. I need. Speaking of serves and, you know, if there was a serve, if there was not, I hate that T-shirt thing that she wears for Antihero and beyond. I love. I love it. Rain transition out of it. I hate the T-shirt thing. It's not my favorite. I think it's my least favorite. I love it. Of the bitch. I love how there's different colors. Interesting. Um, Oh, we forgot to talk about the transition from the surprise songs. The jumping and swimming. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the serve of the night. I'm going to call it what it is because it's. It is. Hilarious. And it's also like a fucking serve. Like I can't just dive in it. Especially I see how small the gap actually is. It's like, what if she hits even just hitting her hand on that would hurt. And she dives. Mm-hmm. Where is she going? I want to see it. Is she landing on a pillow? It must be <laughs> yeah, something. Like, well, Madeline and, and I were saying there's there's a city under there, under that stage. There's an urgent care. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a pharmacy. Fleet. There's a nail salon. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like Kim Kardashian's backyard play play place with like the mini Starbucks and the and the fucking <laughs> <laughs> and the and the mini but it's, Kim but it's Kardashian full with of people. Yeah. There's it's a community low, living down there. It, it, yeah. Joe Alwyn is actually the mayor of that town. <laughs> That's where she keeps him. That's where he is, all tour. That's where she keeps him. <laughs> in the understage, in the understage city. Um, so yeah, I mean, the entrance into Lavender Haze is really wow, what a budget can do. What a budget can do. Because it's when those clouds come out, mm-hmm. whoo. She looks amazing. Really cool. I mean, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call it what it is. That's what I, I really think. I mean, reputation. Obviously, that's my number one. But I would never, in a million years, have thought Lavender Haze would be my number two moment on the tour. But it might be. It's really, really good. I really enjoy it. Actually, it, it would have been a great opener too. If there was another opener, I would have picked this one. You can't Out beat of- what we got, but like. I have no comment about that comment. <laughs> that is a crazy thing you just said, and I'm not hearing it. Like <laughs> out of anything she could have done, lavender haze. Okay. No, I mean that. I mean that's on the set list. The performances that we have, like if we had to plug and play a performance to be the opener, that would be it. Because it's exciting. That's your choice. Maybe ready for it actually. That's your choice. Mm. And I hear it, and <laughs> I hear it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't end with anti-hero. We have anti-hero post lavender haze. Mm-hmm. I'm shaken that she didn't end with that. At the same time that it surprises me, it also doesn't surprise me that she ended with karma. It's like, well, of course she did, the bitch. Yeah. Like, she can't help herself. Yep. She cannot help herself. <laughs> she had to devote the last 15 minutes of the show to fuck you, Scooter Braun. And for that, she we just have to stand. had to. She had to. Mm-hmm. Vigilante shit. It, it, it does go, it goes vigilante shit into karma, right? Or no? Is there something in between there? No, mastermind. Mastermind. Oh, interesting. Okay. So okay. Lavender Hayes Antihero, Tick Tick, Midnight Rain, Love. I was kind of scared she was going to get cut. Quick Change, of course. That's such an old Taylor song to me, so to have a quick change. Taylor also loves an umbrella. Have you noticed that? 
She loves an oh, umbrella. Oh, yeah. I mean, she'll take any excuse to bring an umbrella out. It's kind of like her red wig. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. And I love Please, Midnight Rain. That is a, I, I think, even though mm-hmm. it's kind of simple, I love it. I love, love, love it, love it. I think the like I said before, the quick change. The quick change is so good. I love it when she comes out and she's literally all of her so change good. like midnight. And she all of her change like midnight. I love it. Mm-hmm. She also is, I think, going with the most streamed songs from Midnight's here. That has definitely informed her decisions. Um, I would cut vigilante shit. Like I love that she wants to dance on a too. chair. I love that she wants to disrespect Scooter Braun. But I would cut it and I would replace it with a question out of the woods mashup. Sorry. That's what um for for me, I said that I would cut vigilante shit and I'd put maroon there. Uh, her not playing maroon gags me. Mm. I was like, what? She I that would be what many people I were that gagged by would, that. Yeah, I mean, I thought that she couldn't resist. <laughs> I really thought that she couldn't resist that one. Um, if I, I understand like why perhaps the question out of the woods mashup didn't happen because I think that a maroon champagne problems mashup also would have given the cut that everybody was looking for. Um, but the thing is mm-hmm. that like it's blocked out in such a specific way. It's like nothing. She couldn't do any mashups. Yeah. Which is which I mean, no. I, I respect the commitment to the errors thing. I totally do. But if it were done a little bit differently, I think the mashups really could have given a little flavor and we probably could have gotten more songs. I agree. I would, I also, I would have liked to have just in my ideal set list, I kind of wove with midnight songs that I felt thematically fit with the different eras. So I had midnight rain and speak now. I would like to have like kind of moved pieces around here and there just to make you feel a bit more interactive. Um, I think that putting midnight songs in with the eras i think that would have been a really great way to kind of show like what midnight's is as a record or you know what she said that it was etc etc it makes sense yeah i don't really like that midnight maroon and red segment of the tour yeah i don't i don't i don't i think the tour should have closed with something else like not karma but like the entirety of midnight's i think that Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my onion. Like maybe 1989 or even Reputation would have been a fucking sleigh to close on. Um, but anyway. yeah, that's true. Well, so then we get vigilante shit, which serves sleigh. Not for me, but I respect that she wants to be a hoe for three minutes. That's fine. Good for you, girl. We have get to. It. She has to do what she has to do. Mm-hmm. Bejeweled, love, love love um i didn't love that again she was feeding the tiktoks by doing that stupid fucking dance the dance it's like i mean no (laughs) no no offense to the kid who came out but that i actually think it's really cute but that said um she could have done a lot of things you're you're a pop star you have a choreographer make up you have a choreographer and instead you're going off tiktok dances in 20 years when tiktok is a thing of the past you're gonna be so embarrassed (laughs) <laughs> that's true yeah yeah you're gonna hate your life yeah so i like the bejeweled performance i think we could have done something bigger with it but like fine i would have yeah, put bejeweled fine. in reputation that's where i would love to have had a transition between reputation and 1989 and bejeweled being that transition i think would have been really good um i would cut mastermind i love mastermind so much and i actually put it at the end of my show too Taylor watched my video. I'm telling you. Um, I put it at this spot too, but I would cut it and I would put you're on your own kid here. That's exactly what I said And then we would end with karma. I think that you're on your own kid being the penultimate song is 
uh, perhaps mm-hmm. the serve of the century. Um, I don't understand why Mastermind Meaningful, is Meaningful, and then we get to understand? laugh again. Is that a highly streamed song? Is Mastermind highly streamed? That's stupid. Who's listening to that that much? Just you. I think that, that like must be a Taylor interest fans. song. Well, good for her. <laughs> but <laughs> that's a special interest yeah. from Taylor. And okay, great. But mm-hmm. but why? I really don't think that I, it needs you're to You're on your own, kid is the biggest snub to me actually of the whole night the fact that she didn't do that song after like everyone was preparing and people just going home with their bags of fucking string and beads <laughs> not being able to exchange their friendship bracelet sorry everyone <laughs> but um, oh you know just bringing sacks of trash home i i it's, this is like i told you when it first happened i wasn't surprised it didn't shock me and then you like bit my head it went viral on tiktok 10 times i was like well I'm not defending it shocked. not being on the set list. I'm just saying it doesn't shock me. I I thought I it would have it would have gagged me, yes, but it would have surprised me also to have seen it there. I don't I don't know why. It just to me it didn't seem like something that she would play every single night. Definitely not. Actually, wait, no. But, I just said definitely not without listening to what you said, and then I thought about it, and actually I think she definitely would play it, and you're dumb for thinking that. Um But she didn't. Yeah. So am I dumb or am I the genius? <laughs> but Ladies, am I dumb or am I the genius? Answer now. <laughs> James, what was that? <laughs> Ending on karma was the sleigh serve house down boots of the century. But that being said, I love the karma jackets. Um, love it. But that being said, like, there's nothing finale-ish really about it. She's just strutting yeah. and saying karma is my boyfriend. And that I watched it. I actually saw this one all the way through to the end. And was like, that's it? Well, Hello? where's the set piece? Like, with, this is, with, this is why having... we can't have nice things. We had a fucking that's fountain. Exactly. Give me a fountain. And they were going off. I loved it. But this is, I mean, she literally is just like, it's just me petting a cat. And pretending to be a cat on stage is plenty, plenty yeah. for these girlies to go home with. I mean, I understand it's the end of the show and she has done a lot. Like, I'm going to be very clear. Mm-hmm. I am well aware that she has been on the stage for three hours at this point. But I'm not saying she personally had to do anything. Wheel out the stage. a fucking giant cat or something. I don't care. The evil eye yeah. or whatever it is. That's the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do something. Anyway. An yeah, effigy of Scooter Braun and let's make like it's Guy yeah. Fox night and light him up. Yeah, yeah light him the fuck up. Everybody get out your fucking Guy Fox masks. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) V for Vendetta, Um, everybody. Overall, I have to say, truly spectacular, um, endlessly surprising. I love to be gagged and surprised. And I was pretty much shocked all the way through. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, to have been in this room with me as I was experiencing this tour, uh, I mean, the energy in here was, I want to say the word foul. I mean, there was there was something occurring <laughs> in this room when I, and like I've said a million times, when I got to my not what I thought you were going to say. That's when I said, "Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so this is what is this?" I was starting to think. I was really starting to think. She's never going to play a song for midnight, and then she did. And I remember on my Instagram story when I was scrolling the Twitter, I was like, "That's not real. There's no way she's doing all this," and she was. And she was. She was. But what I really want to get into with everybody is if we think, I think at this point she has to, but does everybody think she's going to do the entire show, the entire tour, or if stuff is going to get cut? 
I think it's a crime against humanity if she does cut it again because my show is in July. At the end of July, it's literally like the third to last show, by the way. So pray for this me. always happens to you. I don't you wanna, always I mean, get something cut. Uh, it didn't happen to me on rep. I'll tell you what. I was lucky. I was the lucky ducky. It seems like she switches starting in the West or starting in the East. Um, and this year she started. Did she cut anything from rep though? No, right? Rep, nothing got cut. Well, of course, the one tour that I'm actually there first thing, she has to cut anything. So I'm sure this tour, <laughs> I wonder what's on the chopping block, everybody. Probably one of my favorite parts well, of the show. So- also, <laughs> she's going to have to contend with weather. This is the thing. So like when she's contending with weather, what will they cut is the answer. Like sometimes they have to reduce the show by like 20 minutes. That's a lot of shit to cut. I think the Folklore Evermore sets are designed so that they can be cut down. And to that I say, I'm going to kill myself. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm unaware. You know, if anybody's aware, they can share in the comments or wherever and, and tell me. I don't know what happens in, in Seattle in July. I thought that the weather was perfecto. But, you know, it is Seattle. And, uh, you know, it's the rainy. I mean, they, Forks, Washington, as everybody knows, where Twilight mm-hmm. took place. That is Famous. in the same state. And let me tell you, it's raining. It rains. That's why the vampires went there. So um, I have this fear in my heart that my show is going to be rained upon, which is fine. Slay, rain show, slay. But the part that nobody talks about when it comes to the rain shows is that um, the chopping block comes out. You are getting and, wet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and um, I, I, is there a uh, – does anybody know if there's an Eros Tour poncho <laughs> this year? There should be. There better be. I would buy that. Anyway, I feel like I'm going on a tangent. I'm just saying that I'm terrified she's going to cut my show in specific. And that is jail time. I will see you in jail, ma'am. Yeah, she'll be going to jail for that, for sure. Not every, not everybody's going to 10 shows, Jackie. Not everybody's going to 10 shows. Some of us, at this time, Mm-mm. only have one. Some of us only have one. So, yeah. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It makes me really upset, even just thinking about it. So, moving on. Well, that's a good place to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And don't forget to go to patreon.com slash Swiftologist. If you want us monthly, that's where you'll find us. Mm-hmm. That's where we fucking are. Mm-hmm. $6 a month gets you two bonus episodes. And you know what? You actually get a lot more. <laughs> we do a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on on there. The past couple of days, maybe not so much just because the tour is going on and we're doing all this. But uh, We're doing this. Mm-hmm. Trust me. There's a lot of information on there. There's shit. Yeah. There's shit. Um, okay. Thank you. God bless you.